What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire millionaire Midnight Rant. And tonight's topic is you have programs, but you don't have paradigms, okay? You have the program, but you don't have the paradigm. Hey, good evening here, folks. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here calling you from Houston, Texas here. That's my view. And we're going to go ahead and shut the view for a second here. Um, welcome. Great evening. Great evening. High energy, high income. Never forget that. And if you're brand new to the podcast, hello. I'm Wes, self-made millionaire here in Houston, Texas here. And um, I go live every night. I've been going on every single night. I'm proud of myself here. And I go live to talk to you, to educate you, to help you manifest your dreams, to help you become more profitable in your businesses, and to help you leave the rat race here. Listen, I believe every man and woman have a few opportunities in life to change their entire life, right? Whether you read a book, you listen to someone, you watch something here, but I believe everybody has an opportunity to change their life financially, and to live their life abundantly here. And But listen, at the end of the day, it's up to you to take the opportunity. It's up to you to see the opportunity, listen to it, and actually apply the information that you hear and learn here. So um, if you're brand new to the rant, like I said before, I'm Wes, and I'm here to answer your questions here. I'm here to be, um, I'm an advocate of you. And if you're here listening, all that means is you want more, okay? You want more, whether that's money, happiness, uh, but you just want more from life here. And I'm here to share my philosophy and my knowledge with you. Um, and you may say, well, why would I listen to you? Well, one, I'm worth over $40 million. Two, I'm self-made. I did it by myself. Three... Uh, I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very direct with you, very blunt. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything here. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it takes, uh, what do you need to do. I'm going to talk about the sacrifice um, to help you achieve the result that you're looking for here. So go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give you God's shout out here. Hey, hey, hello from San Diego. Hey, hey, Nally, how are you? Give me a second. Charles, how are you? On a mission. Got Milo the Night. Go ahead and comment your names here below. And if you're ever looking for the podcast, you can always look um, on Google.com. Type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin and podcast. And you'll see that I have about 300 rants that you can listen to day and night to condition your mind for the success that you want uh, and the success that you desire. Okay. Hey, Aaron, how are you? We have Uma Rainbow. We have Nicholas. Seattle. Hey, Dana, how are you? Marcus from Sacramento here. We have some new faces here tonight. Hello there. How are you? Uh, Max the Great. Prisha. How are you? Rose, Mary, Princess Diana here as well. Got Hank, Millionaire Focus. Hey, Lou, are you Maddie? Maddie, 
What's going on here? Hey, Stephanie. How are you? Much love, much love. Jeff B. Hey, Samuel from Winnipeg, Canada. Hey, Ambitious Beauty, how are you? And thank you guys for um, shouting me out here, you know. I've noticed that some of you have been tagging people below and sharing these rants out. I've seen some of you have been commenting on the podcast. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I'm here to make a contribution to the world. And listen, promise me something. You know, once you make it, and I believe that some of you will. Some of you, unfortunately, you may not hit a million bucks. But the ones that do, make sure that you make a contribution to somebody else's life. You know, it's nothing like, like it's fun to make your money and buying things. But it's nothing like making a contribution to another person's life. Uh, let me tell you something. It's just the greatest feeling ever here. So uh, don't please promise me that you will do that once you earn your millions or you're living your dreams. Make sure you make a contribution to other people's lives here. Okay. <clears throat> Aisha from Trinidad, how are you? All right, so let's get started here. Um, listen, I'm going to get right into it here. You have the programs, but you don't have the paradigm. A lot of you, like many of you have bought a course before to make money. Many of you have been to a seminar. Many of you have bought a workout program to lose weight. You got a gym membership to lose weight to get fit. <laughs> Uh, many of you have been in network marketing opportunities, internet marketing opportunities here. And what I mean is you have the program, right? Like you have the methods, you have the techniques. I mean, YouTube itself is just a voracious amount of information on YouTube that it's almost impossible for anybody not to succeed because, I mean, YouTube is almost like the new school. Anything you want to learn you can just go to YouTube to do it here. But the question is, why aren't most, why aren't people succeeding? Why aren't they having breakthroughs financially? Why does it seem that people are still going in circles here, right? And that's a ton of you. It's like you can't find yourself out of the rat race. You can't find yourself out of this dark hole of poverty, averageness, and mediocrity. Well, write this down. It's the paradigm. You don't have the right paradigm, okay? And the paradigm is the mentality, the mindset. And I know some of you believe that you have the right mindset, right? You know, people on a daily basis, they may say, well, Wesley, I have the mindset. I just need to know what to do. Whenever someone tells me that, that they have the right mindset, they just don't know what to do. I know they just still don't have... <coughs> they still... Excuse me, they still don't have the right mindset. Listen, the paradigm, write this down, please. The paradigm is the most important part of you becoming successful, okay? Your mentality, your mindset is the most important part. Not what you're doing. Not the techniques, not the secrets, right? The methods. It's the paradigm, the mentality, right? 
And uh, thank you. And unfortunately, men and women focus too much of their time looking for methods and techniques and strategies to change their life. How many of you can relate? That's almost like 90% of you. You know, almost 90% of you right now, your energy and your focus is on a strategy, a method, a new business, a new opportunity, right? An easier way. And I'm here to tell you without the paradigm or without the right paradigm, it doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter how many books you read. It doesn't matter how many seminars you go to. It doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you watch. It doesn't matter how many courses you buy. You'll never reach your top potential. Okay? Never. See, the biggest myth, the big, almost the biggest lie on the planet is, is that you have to spend a lot of money or invest a lot of money to make a lot of money. But honestly, the paradigm doesn't cost the thing, like to change your paradigm or to work sedulously on the paradigm doesn't cost one penny. So let's talk about the paradigm here. Okay? A little bit. Let's get a little beat. You mind if I, if I give you guys some tips here about the paradigm? So you really understand the mentality? And listen, I'm talking from experience, obviously. Um, I was broke and now I'm rich. So I understand the journey. And I understand how it felt to be poor and average. And I understand how it feels to be rich. And rich is always better. Listen. Self-discipline. Write that down. Self-discipline is an attribute of the paradigm that you need to have to create any type of success in your life. Anything from your body, your relationships, and your finances. Self-disciplined. Now, let me ask you a question here. How much, how much does it cost to have or project self-discipline? Like how much money do you need to invest to do that? Nothing. It doesn't cost a dime to be self-disciplined. Now the question is, why aren't you self-disciplined? Let's define the word self-discipline. Self. Self. Which means is you giving yourself instructions to do something when you don't feel like doing it. That's what self-discipline is. Self-discipline is rejecting or repudiating things that you used to do that made you feel pleasure 
but you choose not to do those things. That is self-discipline. See, self-discipline is like, it's, it's you doing it. It's you resisting or it's you doing something. It's like you taking control of your mind. You're taking control of your body and doing what's necessary that aligns with the man or woman that you want to become. Does that make sense? Now, how many people do you think on the planet have self-discipline? Very few. Very few. And I understand some of you right now thinking, well, why? Where's why? Why don't people have self-discipline? First of all, that's the wrong question here. Why? The correct question is, what can you do to be more self-disciplined right now? Okay? But even if I answer that question, many of you, you still won't do it. Like if I tell you, hey, this is what I need you to do. I need you to begin to meditate every single day. Okay? I need you to go work out every day. I need you to go to the gym and do some push-ups, some dumb jacks like every single day for about 45 minutes to an hour. Every day I need you to do this. <laughs> I need you to read from a book every single day. I need you to condition your mind every single day. I need you to listen to some self-development, something that's going to be empowering, something that's going to educate you that aligns with the man or woman that you want to become. Now, what self-discipline fits in is, say if you're working at a job, you get fired. Does that mean that you stop reading the book? Does that mean you stop going to the gym? Say if it's cold outside. Say if it's raining outside. Does that mean that you're going to go to the gym? Say if something popped up, something very important. But you remember that you have to meditate or you have to read something in a book or, or, or work in your business or get something sold. See, self-discipline is not just getting yourself to do something, doing a thing even when the environment or the conditions don't match what you need to do. See, what many of you forget is that life is still happening. At the same time that you're trying to create this new person, life is still happening. You still got negative parents or negative friends and family, right? You still got to pay bills. Still got to go to work, right? You still got Pookie and Ray Ray, which is your closest friends that you're texting. Like everything is still happening, and what tends to happen with people, they fall back into what's familiar. And they continue to get familiar results. See, self-discipline is remaining in what I call the new self. Write this down. See, right now, the person that I'm speaking to is the old self. That's you. You're the old self. The old self is the person that has vices, bad habits, not disciplined, procrastinates, lazy, dismotivated. That's you. That's your old self, right? No money in the bank account. Can't stand the car that you're currently driving. 
been working at a job for about 10 to 15 years, but you can't stand it. You never have enough enough money at the end of the month. You got bad credit. You don't pay your credit cards on time. You got school debt. That's the old you. Make sense? Some of you men not playing child support, not taking care of your family or your babies properly here. That's the old you. Okay? The new you, and that's the person you want to be, wealthy, taking trips with the family around the world, has total freedom, can wake up whenever he or she wants, can drive whatever car he or she wants, stand in the gated communities, flying around the world first class, stand in five-star hotels, eating at five-star restaurants. Does that make sense? That's the new you. But to become the new you, there must be a shift in the paradigm. And for the paradigm to shift, you have to be self-disciplined while you're creating the new you. See, it takes self-discipline to be the new you until the things show up. Let me break this down. Let me go deeper for you here. Listen. The new you has everything that you want in life. But self-discipline is the vehicle that's going to get you there. And the self-discipline are those intangible things, such as waking up in a positive attitude, such as working every single day in the business. Such as taking risk, leaving your current environment, leaving your current inner circle and finding people that align with the success that you desire to have. Does that make sense? That's what the self-discipline is because self-discipline, it doesn't cost any money to be this way. See, self-discipline is acting Right now, like you are a successful individual right now and like acting that way, standing up straight, learning how to communicate, walking with purpose, speaking with certainty, taking care of yourself, your hygiene, looking clean, looking sharp. Those are intangible things. Those don't cost anything at all. But listen. It takes self-discipline to continue to be the new you, even though the stuff or your current reality looks like the old you, because you're going to wake up with energy and positivity and say high energy, high income, right? But the old you are the old stuff. You're still in the same apartment, same home, same bed, same, same everything, right? Same job. Same route to work. But see, the self-discipline, the reason why that's so imperative is because the self-discipline has to always be in and embody the new you. Are you with me here? That's the paradigm, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. That's what we're talking about here tonight. The paradigm. That's the paradigm. 
See, the, the paradigm is the mentality, the mindset. Listen, when I was sleeping on an air mattress, okay, and that was like the old self, like the, when I say the old self, every materialistic thing that was in my life, it was all the old stuff. But mentally, I had to wake up as the new self, which means is I couldn't wake up tired, rolling out of bed, hitting the snooze anymore because that was the old me. Because remember something, write this down. The inner world creates the outer world, right? How I acted before is a direct correlation to all the stuff and all the experiences and all the things that are taking place in my life. Like if I go back 15 years ago, I'm in a little bitty apartment. I'm on the air mattress. I got debt. I got less than $1,000 in my bank account. I'm not making enough money to pay rent sometime. Can't even feed myself properly, right? I have nothing but cheap furniture all in my apartment here, okay? I'm going to Walmart, getting all the cheap stuff, the dollar store for cleaning supplies, Fabuloso, right? <laughs> but see, all that, all that stuff, all the material stuff, all those things that are tangible, it came from the old paradigm. Are you with me here? Stay with me here. But listen, it took self-discipline for me to create the new paradigm, right? Like to hold that, listen, to wake up positive every single day, it takes work. And that work is self-discipline. Because some days I may have a terrible day, but I got to be positive. That's self-discipline. I could be working on one of my companies or in a company and I'm not making any money, but I have to believe that I am making money. That's self-discipline. Make sense? I can come home from work and I have an eviction notice on the door because I haven't paid rent yet. But I still got to go to the gym. But I don't feel like going to the gym because I got to deal with this problem. But I go anyway. That's self-discipline. Are you with me here? Okay. Are you with me here? See, self-discipline is refusing to make excuses. It's refusing, refusing to give yourself reasons on why you can't become the new you. The new you is mental first. Okay? Let me say that again, because I know you didn't get that. Look, the new you, the new you, like the you that you want to be, it's mental first. Which means is that you have to live in this paradigm mentally first. Like you have to wake up as if, you're having the best day of your life, even though you know you have a debt, 
Maybe you don't feel the best. Maybe you don't know how you're going to figure out this situation. Maybe you have relationship problems. Maybe you have body problems, health problems. But you have to conjure up emotions inside of yourself and feel that everything is working out in your favor. That's a paradigm. That's a different paradigm than the old self. Listen to me, folks. Until you're able to think and act and feel like a successful person, you will never be a successful person. Until you think, act, and feel that you are a multimillionaire now, you will never hold a million dollars in your hand. You hear me? You'll never see two commas in your bank account. You'll see one comma for the rest of your life. Are you with me here? Write this down. I must act, think, and feel that I am successful right now. Because that's the paradigm. And it takes self-discipline to fuel the paradigm. Without self-discipline, then you will never change the paradigm. You'll have the program, you'll have the activities, you'll have the techniques and the courses, but without the right paradigm, the mindset, the mentality, it never works out. You stop, you pause, you quit, you start something new. Are you guys with me here? Okay. So, write down that self-discipline. That's definitely just going to have to do that. And that's something that you have to do personally, okay? And no one can teach you how to have self-discipline. Self-discipline is something that is internal. That is something that people all have access to. No one has to teach you how to be more self-disciplined because you know how to do it. Because it's just a choice, Every one of you, including myself, every single day, have choices to make. I can choose to wake up and roll out of my bed and hit the snooze clock. I can choose to complain about my job, complain about my day. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like, like that's a choice. Or I can choose to be grateful. I can choose to be excited. I can choose to be thankful for the day. I can choose to say, you know, today is going to be the best day of my life. Today is going to be profitable. Everything is working out in my favor. That's the choice. Does that make sense? It's always a choice. Write these words below. I always have a choice. Please write that down, please. You're in class right now. Write it down. I always write it down. I always have a choice. Okay? Those words are very and extremely important. You always have a choice. When you wake up in the morning, you have a choice on how you're going to get out of that bed. You have a choice on how you're going to respond to coworkers. You have a choice on how you're going to respond to your children. You have a choice on what you're going to do. Are you going to read a book? Are you going to be lazy? Are you going to go to the gym? 
Are you going to stay at home? Are you going to drink? Are you going to smoke? Are you going to drink water? Are you going to eat healthy? Unhealthy? Are you going to watch some movies? Are you going to watch some Netflix, some TikTok? Are you going to read a book? Are you going to listen to something that educates your mind? Does that make sense? Like we always have a choice. And the reason, and I know that sounds very simplistic, but the choices you make will determine your success or failure. Okay? Let me say that again. The choices you make will determine your success or failure. So I want you to think about it today. What choices did you make today? Okay. What choices did you make today? Think about it. What did you do today? You went to work, right? When you got out, when you jumped out of your bed or rolled out of your bed, did you get up with a smile on your face? Hello? I mean, I do. You know, one day when I have a reality show, because I know some of you don't believe I wake up with a smile on my face. Don't worry. The cameras will be rolling when I have my reality show, which will be, it'll be the most viewed reality show on the planet. And they're going to have a camera on me. And you're going to see I wake up with a smile every single morning. Did you? Or did you roll out of bed? Or were you disgruntled? Were you like talking under your breath, man? I, well, I don't feel like doing this. I don't, oh God, I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> gotta change the paradigm, folks. Okay? That's where the focus needs to be the paradigm, the mentality, the mindset. That's it. That's the foundation. Without the foundation, whatever you're building, it's not going to stand. Because you're going to stop. You're going to get tired. You're going to be like, man, this is just not working. Okay? Maybe years. This is the hard truth about success. I'm making a million dollars. It's going to take you years to do it. Period. Just letting you know. It's going to take years. And you might as well just deal with it. Like, don't complain and bitch and get mad at me. What's what I got to take you? Like, don't fucking whine. It's going to take years, period. Suck it up. You're not going to make a million dollars in one year. It's not going to happen to you. I'm sorry. Not at all. It's going to take years for you to perfect your skill and for you to adopt the right mentality to be able to make that dream come true. And if you want to cry and whine about it, and say that that's too long. Well, I got to do it faster. You might as well just sit comfortably at your job. Because that's where you're going to be for the rest of your life. Going to be working for other people. While they're on vacation, you're going to be working. While they're on the golf course, you're going to be working. While they're taking their family around the world, you will be working. Right? All because... A few years is too much for you. Like you don't have the guts, 
nor the boss to remain a few years working on something, repudiating the pleasures of the world for a few years to get what you want. And I think to myself, isn't your family, don't they deserve to have the best men? Don't your children deserve to have the best women? How about your parents? Wouldn't you like your parents to enjoy their life in their golden years? Wouldn't you like to be the person to bless them, to give them the opportunity for them to live the life that they have never dreamed they would ever live? And all you need to do is invest a few years of your life to protect, to, to, to perfect your skill and to work on your paradigm, your mindset, your mentality. And listen, if you're not willing to do it, it's okay. But be comfortable. Because you're going to have a very interesting life and not in a good way. You're going to have a life that's average. And I get it. Some people want an average life. But the people that listen to me, they don't want an average life. Some of you will live a mediocre life for the rest of your life. <clears throat> you will live in apartments and homes you don't want to live in. You will drive cars you don't want to drive. You're going to be with people you don't want to be with. You're going to work at jobs that you don't want to work at. You're going to go places that you don't even want to go. And you're going to have addictions and vices that you don't know how to get rid of. Okay? And many of you will become older individuals regretting everything that you didn't do. <clears throat> I used to go to, I used to visit an old folks home, a retirement home years ago, decades ago, <clears throat> about a decade ago. And I will listen to these people's stories. You know, I went there because I wanted to give back and I just wanted to hear what 70-year-old and 80-year-old people, because my grandparents, they died early in life, so I didn't really get the opportunity to have long conversations with them. So I went to these retirement homes, and you wouldn't believe some of the things that I heard. But one thing that I heard that was very similar with almost every older individual at every retirement home I've ever went to was this. Every single person told me how they regret not doing what they wanted to do when they were young. Almost everyone, listen, this is the truth. Almost every person that I spoke with and I went to different and a multitude of retirement homes, almost every person, what was similar in the conversation was men and women that would talk about their regrets. They say, man, Wes, I wish I would have just started a business. Wes, I wish I would just got a divorce from my wife. <laughs> this one, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised. A lot of older people say, man, I wish I would have just left that person and just, we were just so toxic and we were just so terrible. I wish I would have just left and just chased my dreams. So I had a person say, man, I wish I didn't drink so much. I drank so much in my 20s and 
You know, I got to the point I couldn't stop drinking. This other person said, I wish I would have just stopped smoking weed. Now I had dementia. Right, this person has dementia and just said, I wish I would never just, I did all that smoking and smoking. I just wish I never did that. Another person said, I wish I would have just worked out more and just, I wish I would have just started that business, started that company. I just wish I had a, had a dream. And let me tell you something. Like people in a retirement home, they all have dreams. They all do. Just like you. We all have dreams. But unfortunately, many of us let our dream die. Unfortunately, our dream will die with us. And honestly, I think living a life of regret as an older man, like I think, like I remember before I decided to really jump head first and quit my job and really start my company and get serious. I kind of thought about myself when I was 80 years old. I said, you know, Wesley, if you're 80 years old right now, if you was 80, what would be the regrets? And honestly, I said, man, would you have any regrets? And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like, if I don't do this, I will regret it. Yes, is it scary? Absolutely. Like, it's scary starting a business, you know, by yourself alone and quitting your job and you have responsibilities. Absolutely. But I said, if I was 80 years old, would I regret not doing it? And I'm like, absolutely. It would tear me up. Right? Because it's always, it's very strange to want to do something so badly to turn 70 or 80 years old and wonder, I wonder if that would have worked. I wonder if I just had the guts to do it, maybe it would have worked out. Maybe I could have been living my dreams. And listen, that's that's exactly what I don't want for you. I don't want you to turn 80 years old and thinking about everything that you wish you would have done. All the risks that you're so afraid to take. You know, when you turn 70 and 80, you don't you don't give a damn. Honestly, you really don't. I've talked to They were like, man, you know, knowing what I... I mean, I had this young lady say, you know, knowing what I know now, Wes, she was like 76. She said, knowing what I know now, Wes, I would have just did it. And you know what she told me? She said, you know why I didn't do it? Because I was too concerned about other motherfucking people. That's her words, not mine. Seriously. It's one thing about older people. They don't, they don't care. They say anything. This lady told me this, 76 years old. She said, you know why I didn't do it? Why did I just start the company and start the business? Because I was too concerned about motherfucking people. That's what she said. I was too concerned about what people are going to say, what they're going to think. They're going to tease me, talk about me, write comments negative about me. Te- I was just too concerned about other people. And then I realized as an older, in the pers- as an older individual, nobody fucking cares. No one is even thinking about me. <laughs> and every, all the people that I thought was thinking about me, they're not. <clears throat> so, listen, you know, when I heard that, let me tell you something, man. I started taking risks. I'll never forget in my early 30s. In my early 30s, when I started to take massive risk, you know, I know we're getting off topic here, but I'm just speaking from the heart here because I want somebody here tonight to really get serious and get committed to what they're doing here. Uh, you know, in my early 30s, I said, screw it, man. I said, you know what? 
I can't live a life of regrets. And maybe I'm going to leave my job. That's the day I left my job. I said, you know what? I just stopped going to work, honestly. I stopped blogging in. And, um, and I, I got very serious and committed to developing my skill in the internet marketing industry. Okay. It was it scary? Absolutely. But I was more scared of not doing it. I was more afraid of turning 80 years old in a retirement home wishing I would have did what I could have done in my early 20s or, or early 30s. And I thank God I did it. And listen, I want you to do it. You know, so many of you think that, you know, like so many of you bullshitting with me, like, because I know the game. Some of you might go, oh, Wes, I'm working hard. I'm working, I'm working. I'm trying my best. I'm trying. No, you're not. You're not trying your best. I am. You're not. Well, I'm working, I'm working. No, you're not. You're not. I'm being consistent. No, you're not. I'm taking risks. No, you're not. Not enough. And see, I know that will anger you. Some of you are like, yes, I am, Wes. Yes, I am. I am. But you're not. How do I know this? Because I was just like you in my 20s. Trust me. I thought I was doing everything. I'm reading the books. I'm going to the seminars. I'm trying to get around millionaires. Trying to recruit people in my business. At the time I was in network marketing. Trying to recruit people in my business here. But I knew I was not giving it 100%. Why? Because I was still doing other stuff. Chasing girls. <laughs> Watching TV. Hanging out with buddies. Listen, you can't do both. You can't be average and want to be rich at the same time. You got to choose one. Some of you want to live your average normal lifestyle and be that person. At the same time, you want to be rich and wealthy. You can't be both. Many of you are living a double life. And you're thinking that you can still be the person you are and be wealthy and rich. It's going to be impossible. You got to choose one. And you got to get committed to it. If you choose wealth and success, that means everything that you do has to be aligned with wealth and success. How you speak, how you communicate, what you listen to, the people that you're around, what you expose yourself to, and you have to do it for years. Not days, not months, years. Yeah, I know you don't like that, right? Years? Yes. Years, big head. Years, baby. Come on. Years. 1% of people on the planet, net worth is a million dollars. 5% is 450,000. Years. See, when people hear years, they automatically get discouraged. They be like, oh, that's a long time. Right? You get discouraged when you hear. Now, if you hear days, you're like, I can do it in a day? Okay, Wes, I can do this. Weeks? Okay, Wes, I can do this. In one month? Two months? Okay, Wes, I can do this. Years? Year? It's going to take a year? 
Oh, no, not a year. Five years plus. <laughs> like right now, everybody's like groaning like, man. Like imagine, like check this out. Imagine being a certain way, aligning yourself with success and prosperity and taking notice of your habits, your behaviors, your attributes, your stuff, discipline, everything for five years. And not slipping up once. Oof. Like, I just want you to see the dichotomy between the poor and the rich. This is why the gap is so huge because, you know, it's like you have to be like a Steph Curry in this game, right? Steph Curry don't miss shots, right? Like, you have to almost be the Steph Curry in your industry. LeBron James, you got to be really great, really good, okay? And... When I say really good, you have to be really disciplined. You with me here? How many of you now still want to be rich and wealthy? Hmm? Some of you have second thoughts now, don't you? And you know what? You know, the silly thing about this is that it's not that hard. But you know why it's so hard to you? Because you're making it hard. Like, you know, becoming a wealthy individual is not really hard. Even though people say, oh, it's hard, it's hard. It's not. People make it hard because of their refusal to discontinue being the old them, right? It's their refusal to change the paradigm. The refusal to change their environment. The refusal to repudiate vices. Men, stop chasing women, stop smoking and stop drinking and stop doing everything that's debilitating you, that's causing you to increase the gap from where you are and where you want to be. Like, you're making it hard. It's not that it is difficult. You're making it hard because you're so married to the pleasures of life. Like, it's more pleasurable on the weekend to go out with friends than to stay locked in your house working on something that is a little bit difficult, that you don't know how to do it, but yet you're working on it. You're reading information. You're watching videos. You don't understand it, and you're trying to understand it. But it's more pleasurable just to go out, get dressed up, get, you know, looking cute, looking handsome, and talk to some women and some men, you know, smoke some hookah, drink some tequila, some 1942, some cognac, Hennessy, and Coke, right? That's the tough part. It's not like it's hard to do it. It's just you're so married to the pleasures of life. And, you know, poor people, like poor and average people, they're married to the pleasures of life. I mean, they they feed off the pleasures of life. Okay? Poor and average people. Successful individuals, we like pleasure too. But we don't need it function and we don't mind delaying pleasures when we have a goal like we don't mind it's not because it's not a big deal which means that we don't have the addictions almost all of you have you have an addiction to the pleasures of life you know rich and successful people we don't have an addiction to the pleasures of life
are we reframe the pleasures of life. Me, the pleasure of life is working. Working on a project that I'm very passionate about. Working on a company that I'm very passionate about. Working through problems, solving very complex problems. I like that. Any questions for me, talk to me. Does it get value here tonight? Comment below if you got value here. Listen, you have the programs, yes, but you don't have the paradigm. Work on the paradigm. Work on the patterns. Work on the discipline. Work on the behaviors, the attitudes. Like work within yourself on that. If one day you mess up and you know you wake up and you're in a bad mood, then guess what? You have another day to wake up in a great mood. If you get the workout on Tuesday, work out on Wednesday. Okay? Don't spend time berating yourself. Don't spend time putting yourself down. Just get back into the game. Does that make sense? Don't complain too much. Don't whine too much. Just get back in the game and do your best to stay in the game. Does that make sense? Any questions for me? Comment the word value if you got value here tonight. And I want you to listen to this again. Okay? Why? Repetition is the mother of skill. Listen to this information again. Okay? Because you have to be reminded. Because let me say something with you. Right now, many of you, you may be listening to me as the new self. But as soon as the live end, the podcast stops, you will revert back to the old self. It's natural. You can just go back to the old self. Because you're going to talk to the people that you always talk to. You're going to go back to the same job that you always go to. You live in the same house, same apartment, same car, same everything, right? And those things are anchors and triggers for you, right? So to continue, for you to continue to be progressive, you have to listen to it again, this, again. Because consciously you understand what I share with you here, correct? But unconsciously, you still don't got it, okay? And until this information is embedded deeply in your unconscious mind, you will remain the old self, okay? Questions for me. Comment below if you got value here, okay? And remember, I love all of you. I do. I love you with the passion. I love you deeply. That's why I do this. I do this because I have a love for mankind and womankind. Like, I want you to win. I really do. You may say, Wesley, why do you want me to win so badly here? Let me tell you why. Because so many people are losing. So many people are hurt. They're depressed. They're in pain. And they just feel so lost. I know that because I see people. People are crying. People... Like right now, like think about it, it's one ten in the morning. I promise you, you have probably more than a million people that are in their beds crying about their life. It's a woman right now, she's upset because she's not married yet. It's a man right now that's upset because he can't take care of his family properly. He has all type of issues in his family because of the lack of money. The lack of money is the number one reason for divorce, by the way. All right? You got a young man right now that's just confused. Don't you just don't even know what to do. He wanted so bad, but he just thinks that he's missing something. 
He just thinks he's missing something. Every day he's like, I'm missing something, I'm missing something. And he's not missing anything. He just has to go through the work ethic. You have to keep running the marathon, right? So that's why I do it. All right? I want you to know that where you are right now, I've been there. Okay? I've been there. I'm I'm talking from the top of my heart, man. I've been there. And I'm talking about the lowest of the lowest, man. Trust me, I've been there. I know it hurts. I mean, you get frustrated, you get irritated. I mean, trust me. It's like an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? Right? And it's almost like you just want to see the light, but you just can't see the light. You're like, you might say, I just don't see how it's going to happen, Wes. I mean, I grew up in a situation where my parents never made 50000 a year, man. How Some of you, like, live in third world countries. You live in Africa, India. And some of you live in the ghetto. You live in the hood. And some of you don't even have parents. You don't have anyone that cares about that loves you. And you just feel by yourself and alone. And I want you to understand I've been there. Some of you sleeping in cars. Even right now. Some of you are in your car probably right now listening. I've been there. Some of you are staying with people. You don't want to be there. But you had nowhere to go. So you're forced to stay with a person that you don't want to be there. And it's chaotic there. You want to be positive. They're just negative around you. Who am I talking to right now? I've been there. Okay? But... I made it. Like it worked out for me. And it can work out for you. How do you deal with envious, jealous family members? Easy. You cut them off. Fuck them. You hear me? Fuck them. They want to be negative. They want to tease you about your goals. They want to be jealous about what you're trying to do. They want to be sarcastic and condescending. Fuck them. Let their asses go. Cut them off. Block their numbers. Never answer their texts. Never answer their phone calls. Does that make sense? You let them go immediately. And you might say that's insensitive. You might say that's wrong. But listen. In my opinion. As we know it, we got one life to live. And let me tell you something. I'm not going to live my life trying to deal with people who is not Team West. I'm not going to live my life with people who don't support my dreams. I don't care how outrageous. I don't care how spontaneous the dreams are. I am not going to live my life trying to convince people and persuade people why my dream is real. And why I'm serious about it. And why I'm committed to it. I'm not going to waste my energy. I'm not going to waste the faculties of my mind. To try to convince anybody. Family. Anybody. Why I must. Do. What I'm currently doing. Why I believe. The person. That I will eventually be. And I want you to have the same mentality. Okay. 
questions here. How do you business with your competitors and win? How do you do business with your competitors? I mean, I don't do business with, what's, what's the point of doing business with your competitors for? And honestly, I have no competitors. Me personally, I just don't. I don't, listen, when I start company, I'm not thinking about what other people are doing. I'm not thinking about, oh, this company is doing so great. What I might do, I may model the company. Yeah, I might model and copy everything that they're currently doing. I'm going to do it better. And I'm going to dwarf for you. I do that. I've done that a few times. But I'm not worried about competition. I have no competition, honestly. And you might say I'm cocky and arrogant for saying that. But honestly, no one's better than me in doing what I do at all. And if they are, I don't even realize it. I'm not even thinking about it. I, I have no idea they exist. Okay? But if they do exist and I know about them and they, 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 they're doing something that I want to do and they're doing it well, they better be careful because in two years, they may be insignificant because my company may dominate them. Like I'm doing that right now. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you'll see. I'm getting ready to dominate and dwarf a company because that's just what I do. But I have no competition at all. No one's going to be better than me and what I currently do. My core competence, no one's better than me, period. And if they are, they better hope that I don't find out who they are. And they better pray to God I don't find out what the company is because I will model copy and I will beat you easily in my sleep. Because this is what I do. I'm a disruptor. I've been doing it for 10 years. I can jump into any industry and I would disrupt it. Because see, one thing about me, <laughs> which you folks don't understand, when I get committed to something, when I fucking want something, I'm going to get that shit. Do you hear me? Let me say it again. Okay? Excuse the language, but when I fucking want something, people that know me know this about me. Like, if I fucking want it, I don't care what it is. Okay? It could be a business. It could be a woman. It could be opposite. If I want it, it's mine. And I don't care how long it's going to take me to get it, but it's mine. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right, what's next here? Questions. Hmm. Questions here. Talk to me. Talk to me. Do you advise after we cut off poor and average people out of our lives? Should we always stay indoors? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Should we always stay indoors and work on ourselves? Or should we always go out to meet new people and successful people? Listen, Pascal, it depends on what you're doing. It depends on what industry you're in. Like, I'm in the internet industry, so I don't really need to meet people doing what I do, right? But if you're a lawyer, I mean, yeah, obviously, you may need to go meet some people out there, right? You're a realtor. But even realtors, honestly, you can build it online, honestly. You know, you can find somebody to find the houses for you. You just need to get prospects in the door and fill up the pipeline. But um, um, it all depends on the industry, okay? All depends. Do you believe that the soul... See my question, Wesley. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. If you don't mind, can you ask it again? Questions here. And honestly, that's that's the mentality and the paradigm what you guys to have. When I say, you know, when I want something, I'm going to get it. Like, I want you to think that way. Like, you should think that way. And you don't need reasons to think that way. It's just annoyingness. It's just... 
That's the power that we have to think is if we want it, you just got to say, you know what? I'm going to get it. And you can't concern yourself with the time frame. Forget about time. Okay? Just know you're going to do what it takes to get it. That's it. Period. Stop. Go. Become obsessed. And just go for it. Listen, have you ever been hungry before, folks? Have you ever been hungry? Like you ever been hungry for food? Right? Sure you have, right? You know, when you're hungry, what do you do? You know, if you're hungry, you know, you might eat, you might not. You might, ah, you know, I eat in a little bit. I'm hungry, but ah, it's all good. But let me ask you another question. Have you ever been starving? Do you know how it feels to starve? <laughs> let me ask you a question. When you're starving for food, are you thinking about your bills? Are you thinking about your problems, your debt? When you're starving, no. The only thing that's on your mind is that T-bone steak, okay? That mashed potatoes, broccoli, macaroni and cheese, chicken breast. That's it. Listen, when you're starving, the only thing that's on your mind is food. You're not thinking about nothing else. Nothing. You're not thinking about how depressed you are. You're not thinking about how life sucks. You want food now. You're not thinking about all the love you have for your children, the love you have for your significant other. No. You want food now. Right? Am I correct? So, um, until you're starving for the success that you want, you're probably never going to be successful. Okay? See, because starvation, what it does, it narrows your focus. So everything else that used to be important is not. You don't care about it. You want food. You don't even want to have a conversation. You want to have food. And until you can have this type of mentality or mindset as it relates to building your company, your businesses, or becoming the version of yourself to get what you want, you never get it. Questions here for me. And women know what I'm talking about because women love food. You ever met a, a woman that was hangry? You know what hangry means, correct? You ever met a hangry woman? Let me tell you something. You don't want to be around, around a woman. Like, you don't even want to be around a woman when she's hungry. But when she's starving, you better put something in that woman's mouth immediately. No pun intended. Right? <laughs> you better give her something. Okay? Because a woman that's starving is a woman you do not want to be around. Does that make sense? Can I get an amen? <laughs> I know I have two daughters. Okay? Questions here. Thanks for the badge. Questions here. Talk to me. I want everybody to comment these words below. Comment these words with me. I always get what I want. I've got to teach you folks on how to get what you want. If you want to begin that process, you have to say it. Comment below and say it. I always get what I want. 
Now, I don't want you to say it like you're timid or like you're shy. I don't want you to say, I always get what I want. I always get what I want. I always get what I want. No. I always get what I want. Say it. Okay? I want to be able to hear you. I'm in Houston, Texas here. So I want to be able to hear you for where you are right now. I want you to talk so loud, spit is coming out of your mouth. I always get what I want. And I want you to come at those words below. Seven times. Okay? Always. Think about if you told yourself that every single day. When you wake up in the morning, you look at yourself in the mirror, women, when you're putting that makeup on your face, I always get what I want. Men, when you're brushing your teeth, I always get what I want, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, I always get what I want, taking a dump, I always get what I want, going to work, I always get what I want, working in the business, I always get what I want. Like imagine if you would tell yourself this consistently during your day. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving you folks the blueprint here, okay? Giving you a page out of the book of Wesley here. Because this is how I rock. That's why my life is so perfect. That's why my life is so beautiful. That's why my life is so orgasmic. It's so dynamic, spontaneous. It's so amazing. Life is so incredible. Okay? I'm giving you the blueprint so you can follow it if you choose to do that now. Any questions for me here? Talk to me. I love it. I'm looking at your comments right now. Where should I find seminars in my area? I don't know where you live, Princess Diana. I have no clue. Questions here. Any questions for me, folks? About the paradigm of what we just spoke about, about changing your paradigm and choosing to change your paradigm now. Okay? Why haven't you gotten anyone rich? Well, I've helped a lot of people become rich people. But just because you don't know who they are doesn't mean they're not rich. One thing about rich and successful people, <coughs> they're very selective when they choose to let their present known because they know people like yourself are going to annoy the shit out of them. Like all rich people know this, right? That's why a lot of successful people, they just rather not be alone. They don't want to be known. They just, they just want to be in their little hubble, right? Because they don't want people talking to them. Can you imagine how many people talk to me on a daily basis? Like, if I really go out in the world, if I'm like, I really, like, I don't go anywhere. Like, I just go to the gym and to the house, right? But say if I was out there at the restaurants, at the bar all the time, you know how many people would approach me? 
Hey, what's how you doing? Where's the running my version? Hey, man, help me out, man. I really need to help me out, man. Please put me on game. Put me on game. Help me out. Can you just put me in your team? You know how many times I hear that shit? I got to even hear it now. I'm just going to the gym. You know, people, oh, man, Wes, is that you? Oh, man, come on, Wes. I need you to help me, man. I want you to be my mentor. I'm like, shh. All right? So rich and successful people, sometimes they just want to take a hiatus, right? And they just want to just disappear for a while. Okay? You want me to block them, huh? <laughs> What's the first thing you did to start taking your life more serious in your 30s here? I quit my job. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I quit my job. Now listen, I'm not telling you to quit your job. So, I had to challenge myself. Like, I truly believe that. <laughs> if I truly believe that I can make money outside of my job, why wasn't I doing it? Like, why was I still working a job? I truly believe that. You know, somebody... I remember going to Vegas. Somebody cornered me. Um, and that's what he asked me. He said, hey, Wesley, do you believe in yourself? Because obviously I was telling him about my business. And I said, you know, we're not making any money yet, but we will. And he said, Wes, let me ask you a question here. Do you believe in yourself? I said, absolutely. Do you believe that you can create income outside of your job? I said, absolutely. So why are you still working a job? Somebody told me this in Vegas. It was at an affiliate, affiliate West event, actually. And he said, well, why do you still have a job then? If you believe, you just said you believe that you can make money outside of your job, you can support yourself and live, why aren't you doing it? And I was stuck. And he was right. You know, all that talk. And that's what most of us do. We just talk. I believe in myself. I have faith. I know it's going to happen. I believe, blah, 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 whatever. But your actions, man. <laughs> your actions. The actions. My action was not aligned with what was coming out of my mouth. And... Let me tell you something. That was a game changer for me because I quit my job. I said, I'm not going to be the old guy regretting not taking a leap of faith. Because remember, I, can, I mean, I was like, I can always go back to my job, right? If I needed to. Right? And that's why I try to share with people. Like, you can always go back to your job if you need to. But why not take a leap of faith and just give it a go? Right? Um, if you're selective on who you share the sauce with, what's the point of all that other nonsense motivation talk these people on here want to get rich? I'm not understanding your question here. When, if I say I'm selective, I'm, I mean, I'm talking to you, obviously, right? I'm talking to all of you. So that means you were the one that was selected, my guy. So listen up. And begin to capitulate and listen, because I'm here to help. The people who you help get rich are the ones who buy your courses. Are you rich guys sell courses? 
Well, God, I, I get it, man. You, 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 I guess you're upset about something. And I'm sorry. You know, why, whatever reason why you're upset, I apologize that you're upset, man. Right? You seem to be disgruntled, a bit irritated. And, um, um, I want you to know something, man. That, um, you could be one of those rich people, too. And you might not believe me, and that's okay. But I want you to remember these words when you go to sleep tonight. There's nothing different about you as it relates to me. I'm a man, you're a man. I bleed just like you bleed. I cry just like you cry. I laugh just like you laugh. I work just like you work. I get up, put my pants on just like you do as well. But the difference is just how I think. And I just think more positive, man. I just think even though I was in tough situations in my life, I just always saw the light. Because it just didn't make any sense to see the darkness, honestly. It was just so useless to talk and complain and to be bitter or resent anything, honestly. It was just useless thoughts. That's the difference. You're telling us to motivate ourselves, but not telling us how you make your spread. First of all, I'm not here to motivate you. I'm not motivating you, man. I'm an educator. And I think if you spend some time and listen, you realize what I'm doing to help you make your spread, a.k.a. money, right? I can tell that you're new here. I would suggest you go to my podcast on Google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Version Podcast, and start to educate yourself. Okay? Begin to educate yourself, my man. I have nothing to gain from this rant, honestly, at all. The only thing I have to gain from the rant is you actually becoming successful. I'm not charging you guys money. I'm not selling any courses here. Nothing at all. Like, if you want to get my course, you can, but you don't have to. That's why I did the rants for the people that can't afford it. Okay? So I'm doing a service to you, my man. But I understand how you feel. So what are your plans when the dollar bill vanishes? What should we as the low class do? First of all, I wouldn't refer, you shouldn't refer to yourself as the low class. And I don't know who told you that the, the dollar bill is going to vanish. <laughs> That's the sauce we need to hear. <laughs> you funny. All right, what's next, folks? Keep listening, God. Just listen up, my, my guy questions here uh, your time now she said cry yeah you're right I don't even cry at all I mean I've cried before decades ago <laughs> how should I handle regret don't regret you know what I taught my daughter well my daughter already knew it but um, my daughter Deasia um, somebody asked her and said, hey, do you regret anything? Do you regret ever not doing something? Or you regret anything in your life? She said, no. And she was correct. 
You should never regret not doing anything in your life. You should live a life with no regrets. That means everything that you have done, every mistake, whatever is done. For whatever reason why you did it, you justified it and you did it. And it's just absolutely useless to to have any regrets of the things that you have done. Because everything that you have done has led you up to the point right now. So never tell a person in your life, when they say, you have any regrets, never say yes. Because that person is going to have complete control over you, especially if they know what they're doing. Uh, you tell me you got regrets, and you start sharing your regrets. You say, well, what would you do differently? What would you want? What do you want? What do you? I mean, you can just get so much information out of people when they regret shit. You never want to say you have any regrets at all. None. No regrets. Do you think people, people's religion and beliefs play a part in their success? Their religion? No. Beliefs? Yes. I don't think religion plays any part in anybody's success. Like what you believe about God or Jesus, the Quran, St. Mary, who you pray to, that's nothing to do with being successful. Religion? I mean, you have atheists that are successful. And actually, it's more atheists that are successful than people that are believers in Jesus Christ. Just look at the statistics here. Do your research. It's more people that don't believe in anything. And they're extremely successful and extremely happy. And if you do your research, you'll discover that the, the the most unhappiest people, the most unhappiest peoples are usually the ones that are the most religious. They're the most devout religious people they're more unhappier than the people that don't believe in anything, the atheists, right? <laughs> it's just the truth. Do your research. Okay. Let me see here. Questions here. Uh, do you know any reliable clothes supplier? For starting a brand. Uh, try Alibaba. Advice on addiction due to depression. Um, so the only top notch. If you don't mind. Can I suggest something to you sweetheart? I want you to imagine a world that. Depression doesn't exist. And I want you to imagine that you live in that world. That depression doesn't exist. So depression doesn't exist. Let me ask you, when you think that you're feeling depressed, and even though it doesn't exist, what do you call it? Like you're living in a world, right? I want you to use your imagination. You live in a world that depression doesn't exist, the word itself. So when you're feeling, like before when you felt depression, in this new world, I want you to tell me what is that? Since it's not depression anymore because you're in a world that depression doesn't exist. What is it? What do you call it now? The reason why I want you to think about it that way is because you have to be very careful on how you label your emotions in life. Because maybe you're just sad. Maybe you're just down a little bit. You know, honestly, I think, you know, depression itself, people do depress whether they are depressed. Right? Because you have to act it out. You know, people, you have to really be, people are really good actors when it comes to depression, man. 
They talk like this, you know, John their words, talk slow, head down, shoulders down, moping around the house, crying in the bed. So to me, that's a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work to act like you're a depressed individual here. So I would I want you to think and say, well, what if depression didn't exist, the word itself, what would you call it now? Okay, that's for you. What would you call it? Multiple gods explain. You want me to explain multiple gods? I mean, obviously, there are many gods, right? Or many. I mean, like we're gods. You're a goddess. I'm a god. Men are gods. And I understand people don't believe that. A lot of you don't believe that you're a god. It's because when you think about the god you put on the pedestal in your mind, but... Um, you know, God itself, it's just a metaphor. It's just creator. That's what God did, right? It's, it means creator, right? So um, we're all gods. Exactly. Only time I'm not sad, sweetheart. So you're just a little sad. So let me ask you a question. Do you have to be sad for a week? Do you have to be sad for an hour? And another question is how do you go from sad to excited? Like how do you go from sad to happiness? And how are you get how did you get to the point that you are sad? Like what were you thinking about? See, what I want you to understand the only top notch is like what you're thinking about is what's creating the emotion. You know, whatever whatever addiction that you're dealing with right now or whatever, it's just how you're thinking about the addiction. If you think that oh this addiction is consuming me, I can't stop it and it's destroying my life, then obviously you will be sad. But if you say, you know what? I got control of this addiction. As a matter of fact, I'm stopping now. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to smoke anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. And say if Monday and Tuesday you do well, but Wednesday you slipped up. Well, you don't criticize yourself. You tell yourself, hey, you did great. You lasted two days. Then I start again tomorrow and then see if we can last three days. You see what you do here? It's called positive reinforcement here. You don't have to berate yourself and beat yourself up. And this is what people do, you know, when they have addictions or when they don't do something consistently right, they tend to beat themselves up. For what? It's just useless. Yo, Wes, what's up with the politics you're playing? You're not paying attention. Politics? You you didn't even spell the word correctly, my guy. West, starting your journey in the digital marketing, creating products in the weight loss. What made you shift to the law of attraction? What's transpired in playing a role that you wanted to study and educate others here? Well, I knew something was always different about me, even before I made a lot of money. Like, I realized this in my early 20s, that people are, you know, don't get offended, folks. I'm just speaking directly here um, and transparently. Uh, People are just kind of weak. Mentally, like I just realized that in my 20s, honestly, people are just weak. When I say they're weak, like every, you know, I, I just people would just cry and bitch and complain about everything. Like I've never really been that person to bitch and complain about things, especially things that I had total control over. But people are complaining about losing an iPhone, losing money. They complain if they're in the line getting a burger, they don't get their fries, they don't get ketchup. 
they get pissed off and cry about that. You know, they lose their job, they cry and whine about that. I mean, they just, I just realized that I was just, my mentality was just stronger than most people because I lost my job before and I just got on the bus and I mean, I lost my car and job and apartment all in a week. And I didn't bitch and complain. I just got a new job. Slept on the floor of my friend's place until I got back on my feet. I mean, I just didn't have time to complain. So I just realized that I was just stronger or more resilient mentally. So it was an opportunity for me to share that with the world because, you know, many people are just weak mentally. They just can't take anything. You know, they allow everything around them just to put them in the in the state of depression and pain. It just and to me it was just weird. I don't know. So that's why I'm doing what I do. Because of you, I got my house. Do I have negative stuff in her? I'm so proud of you. Only top notch. Much love to you. <clears throat> and listen, I'm not calling you guys weak. I just noticed that a lot of people, they're just the mindsets. You know, I'm not saying you're weak in your strength. Just you're mentally weak. Like you just complain about a lot of shit. You just complain about everything. Why is this not working? I don't understand. I mean, it's just, you know, complain about your boss, your job. Like, I never really did stuff like that. I didn't have time for all that, honestly. Um, what's next here? I needed that. Thanks, Wes. Wesley, I'm into real estate. So I just keep going out and meeting new people as right as posted on the Internet here. Well, listen, you know, Pascal, I think you need to be smart. I mean, if you're in real estate, you sell real estate, right? Now, I don't know how far and I don't know if you develop your skill and you're selling a ton of houses yet. But it's an opportunity for you to sell your knowledge here, you know, especially if, if you sold one house. I mean, you can sell a course and teach people how to sell a house 30, 40 days in the business. So unless unless that's just what you want to do, you want to just go out there every day and walk people around houses and explain to them why the bathroom is so beautiful and how the living room is your favorite room. <laughs> that's what realtors do. You go in a house, you walk in, okay, you see the marble floors here, and let me go to my favorite room. Look at this room. This is my favorite room. I'm like, really? Stop bullshitting. Like, unless you want to do that for the rest of your life, and I definitely want to do that. Driving in your car from house to house to house to house and house, trying to get people to make a decision. Don't even know if you're going to make a sale. To me, it's just obsolescent. I mean, it's just obsolete. It's just the wrong way to market. It's the wrong way to make money in real estate, 100%. And yeah, I'm all about delegation, getting other people to do that work. Oh, I'm all about, because I understand something about real estate. You just got to have a pipeline. I mean, you got to have people coming to you that want to buy houses. And you can do that solely on the internet, 100%. Like if you can get, if you can set up a funnel online and get 100 people a day that wants to buy a house and have somebody call these people, you know, set up tours and I get somebody else to do the tours. I'm not doing any tours. Even if I'm new in the business, I'm going to find a way on how to get other people to do the work. <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of you that's in real estate, you're still in this whole guerrilla marketing and going out there and doing listings, doing open houses, being all this, to me, it's just, just silly, okay? Just silly. And I get it if you already have a bunch of clients, right? Because you've already established yourself. But if you're brand new, 
You don't want to go through 20 years just to get clientele. You got to be smarter than that. Okay? That's why I have a real estate license and also houses because it's not okay. It's not a great job at all. Yeah, exactly. You know, many people have real estate license. Do you know how many people are selling real estate? I mean, I actually, yeah, not a lot. There's not a lot of successful real estate people on the planet here. And listen, what I would do, let me just tell you what I would do. If I was a new real estate agent, right? Just right now in 2022, um, or 2023, if I was a real estate person, I don't necessarily want to go out there and do all this, you know, trying to find people and going to networking events. And I don't want to do none of this stuff. Okay. What I'm going to do, I'm going to get behind my computer. Okay. And obviously, I'm going to find a site. I'm going to find a realtor that does very well, like the Auburn Brothers in California. I'm going to look at his website. I'm going to model my website to look just like his website. I'm going to take professional pictures that I'm going to look like I've been in the business for. 80,000 years, right? I'm just going to look like that, okay? Then I'm going to create what is called a lead magnet, a funnel to get people in my funnel, right? And I might put, um, I may create a landing page to say, hey, free wash and dryer if you buy a house from me in the first 30 days. I don't know, something like that. I'm only creating that just to get leads, man. If it's in Houston, I run ads only in Houston, Texas. And, of course, I'm going to have a social media present. And from all the information that I'll learn in class, I'm going to create videos every single day helping home buyers make a decision what real estate agents don't tell them, right? Because, obviously, you know, there's a lot of serious stuff going on in the real estate industry. So I will create videos, which I can just get titles from other people who do it online, right? And just create content every day. TikTok videos, Instagram videos. So I would do that at the same time that I'm creating this lead magnet and I'm getting people numbers and names every single day. Then I have a secretary or I can call them or I get somebody else to call them. You know, say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. I see you're looking for this and this. What are you looking for? You know, blah, blah, blah. Right? I mean, honestly, I mean, that's what that's what I would do. I don't have to. And when it's time to go tour, honestly, um, I'll get somebody else to tour it because obviously the house that they're looking for, it might not be the house that I'm currently selling, all right? Because you can sell any house, you know, if a real estate agent or broker is on another broker's firm, but you still can sell the house. But I don't have to tour them. I can have the person that's actually doing the listing because they might not be my listing. Honestly, I don't think I would do no, I wouldn't do any listings. <laughs> I would just be the pipeline. Bringing in new people, right? Because that's what real estate people need. Brokers, they need new people. And then I would get so savvy, I would sell new people to other firms. Like I would go to Keller Williams, I go to offices and say, how you doing? We're getting like a thousand leads a day. The people don't want to buy a house in Houston, Texas. And I'm ready to sell the leads to you. How much you want to buy them for, you know? I pay me $10,000, I don't know. And every week I'll send you a thousand leads of people that want to buy houses in your area. <laughs> that's what I would do because that's what they need. They need leads, right? And I would just sell them leads, right? So now I don't have to do, you know, all this showings and stuff. Oh, God, I would never do this, honestly. How is your morning and night routine? It's cool. It's very simple. I get up, I meditate, 
I eat. I mean, drink a protein shake. Go to the gym. Come back. I eat. I meditate again and I work. That's it. How do you get the lead, sir? Easy. Run ads. Run ads. You can run TikTok ads or you can run Facebook ads. You can just keep it simple, right? I, I, I'll share something with you. Like, there's two ways you can do it. You can be on camera, sweetheart, right? You can look real pretty and say, hey, my name is blah, 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 I'm a realtor, and I'm giving away a free washer, dryer, and refrigerator if you buy a house with me, okay? It's all free for you. All you do is leave your contact information below, and if I don't find you a house in 30 days, I'll pay you $5,000. That's what I would do, right? And I know what you're thinking, like, what? I got to pay them five. No, no, you'll never have to pay these people, right? That's just the lead magnet. That's just to get them in, right? Does that make sense? Uh, <laughs> you know, once you get them in, you know, people just tend to forget about all this stuff, right? But you got to do what you got to do to get them in, right? Of course, there's going to be terms and conditions on how to get the $5,000, blah, 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 right? It's all, it's always ways, right? That, listen, marketing has been doing this forever. You ever drove by a dealership that said no credit, bad credit, no money down? And you get in a car. But when is that ever true? Never. It's just never true. It's a lie. It's just to get you in. So that's what you do. You can do a video or you just do a post. You have a picture of a washing dryer and refrigerator. The best ones, too. You know, something super expensive. Post a picture. Free drying washer for anybody that buys a house in the next 30 days with me. Whatever, right? And then when they click, boom, they go to a page. They leave the email address and the number. And now you have leads coming in every single day. And these are not leads just to buy a house. People don't want to buy an apartment as well. Right? I know one girl that does this. She does like $30,000 a freaking month. <laughs> you know, she's, and all she does is rent out apartments. She uses her social media only. I mean, obviously, she's a pretty girl too. And um, she just, you know, she gets first month rent all the time. That's all she does. You know, it's it's very easy, but a lot of you, you just don't take action. That's the issue. You just don't do it. You just got to try it. Try it for six months and see how it pans out. You'll be surprised. What software program has been used for the ads now? Facebook? Uh, Google Ads? That's it. What do you get your body tone up? What do you get... What do I do to get the tone? Well, I just work out. I just go to the gym. That's what I do. That's what you should do as well, Princess Diana. How to get motivated. Well, one thing about motivation, folks, you know, people ask you this question all the time. First of all, you are motivated. The issue with you is you're motivated for things that don't serve you or things that are not benefiting you, right? Like, you're motivated to eat, you're motivated to sleep, you're motivated to go to your job. So you are motivated here, right? But you need to get yourself to be motivated by the things that's going to be conducive to the success that you want. Make sense? Which means you have to replace certain habits um, and um, you have to start to implement new things in your life, like new habits. Um, you know, I don't know what your current life looks like here, but you're already motivated, honestly, but you just motivated with things that don't serve you properly, right? Or 
things that are not beneficial to your success. Have you been using AI to write emails? Absolutely. What exercise do you get toned up? You can change every day. How will you work out? Um, you want to tone like arms, legs. You got to be a little bit more specific there. Okay. Let me see here. You are the best. Hello from Israel. Hey, Juanita. How are you? Israel. What's going on? Jerusalem. Tel Aviv. I've never been to Tel Aviv yet. Need to put that on my list. Any more questions for me before I let you go here? Hey, did you get value here tonight? How many of you are going to listen to this again? How many of you are going to listen to this podcast again? And I had a ton of you just asking me about my Genie Script course. You can always get the Genie Script course. Just search it in Google. Type in the Genie Script. If you want to learn how to manifest faster than ever before. If you learn techniques on how to become an overnight millionaire, um, it's in the course. Okay. Turn up arms and body, please. Push-ups, jumping jacks, air squats. Okay. Oh, good job, MZ. Z, the only top notch. Thank you so much, love. She said, buy it. Thank you so much for those kind words. I love all of you. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. Never forget that. What's a good way to gain income as a college student? Start a YouTube channel. All right? So much love, folks. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. I love you, and let's go.